Thank you for downloading Rabbi Levi Cooper's A Shot of Torah, a podcast series from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. Levi offers people all over the world Hasidic content for download at elmod.pardes.org. If you also want to join Levy's monthly Hasidic Lore Series newsletter, please visit the link included in the description of this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, subscribe at elmod.pardes.org. This is Levy Cooper coming to you from Pardes in Yerushalayim. We've been discussing the laws of government. How does Jewish law guide us when we're thinking about modern issues of government? And in the previous podcast, I raised the question, when you have a political deal and one side would like to break that deal, what does Jewish law have to say about such a situation? My conclusion that I shared with you was that Jewish law would say, yes, you should keep political commitments, political promises, even though politics is a vastly different world. Nevertheless, we would like our political leaders to be faithful and to be people who we can trust. And therefore, the rules of honoring commitments should apply also in the political realm. Now, there was a recent case here in Israel where a, an agreement existed between two parties and one of the parties decided after consulting rabbinic figures that they should break the agreement. And it was reported in the news that one of the reasons that that rabbinic figure permitted the party to break its agreement was because the rabbinic figure argued that this was a case of pikuach nefesh, a life-threatening situation. And in life-threatening situations, the rules are different. Now, I didn't speak personally to the rabbinic figure who was quoted and the person who was quoted, I actually respect tremendously. So I don't want to discuss that particular case. But I would like to consider, at least in theory, is pikuach nefesh, life-threatening situations, a good reason, a valid reason, for breaking political promises, for not honoring political commitments? Now, the laws of Pikuach Nefesh are foundational to Jewish law. The Talmud tells us, Bahem, we are supposed to live with the mitzvot, with the commandments, and not die by them. And therefore, in cases of Pikuach Nefesh, where there is a life-threatening situation, the value of life overrides in almost all circumstances, requirements to fulfill mitzvot, to fulfill commandments. So to cite two famous examples. One example is pikuach nefesh doche shabbat. Life-threatening situations override 
the Shabbat requirements. So if a person is in danger and they need to get to a hospital, even though normally we do not drive, nevertheless, in order to protect, preserve, and save a person's life, we drive them to hospital without hesitation. Pikuach nefesh overrides Shabbat. And a second famous example is a child who was born and is not well. And that young boy needs to have a Brit Milah, needs to be circumcised on the eighth day. But the baby is not strong enough. He was perhaps born prematurely or is not well enough yet to undergo a circumcision. But it's the eighth day and he has a requirement to be circumcised on that day. We have a requirement to circumcise him. In such a case, we say pikuach nefesh overrides the requirement of having a brit milah, having a circumcision on the eighth day. And we delay the circumcision until that child, that boy, is well enough to have the brit milah. So we see the pikuach nefesh, overriding mitzvot, is a foundational principle that overrides so many cases. And at first blush, that should apply to political agreements as well. In a case where a political agreement would cause a life-threatening situation, then the life-threatening situation should override the agreement, and the agreement need not be honoured. And even though that might sound good, at least in theory, I would like to suggest that that is a misunderstanding of the laws of pikuach nefesh. And in truth, pikuach nefesh should not override the requirement for honouring political commitments. And that's for three reasons. First of all, there is no precedent for this claim. We don't have a, a tradition that political agreements can be ignored because of pikuach nefesh. That doesn't mean on its own that it can't be considered, but that just means we should hesitate before applying this, this halachic category. A second argument that I would put forward for why pikuach nefesh should not override political promises is that there is a lack of causality. The chance of pikuach nefesh seems to be, at least in cases that I can think of, so far away. It is before, at least in Israel, we're talking about an agreement that was before the election, before the formation of a government, before the decisions of a government. It is so far away from a case of pikuach nefesh that I would say that, this, that, that there is a lack of causality and we cannot apply the category of pikuach nefesh to political agreements. And the third reason why I wouldn't use this rubric of pikuach nefesh when looking at 
political agreements is perhaps the most serious, the most weighty. I doubt whether the rules of pikuach nefesh apply to situations that are of communal import. Sure, pikuach nefesh overrides an individual's Shabbat. Pikuach nefesh overrides an individual's obligation to circumcise his son. But when we're talking about matters that are of communal import, I'm not sure that we can say that pikuach nefesh overrides all. Indeed, when there is a case of forced conversion and a person is told, for instance, kill somebody else or I will kill you, the halacha is that we say that person should be killed rather than killing somebody else. That person should be killed rather than bowing down to an idol. One second. Didn't we say that pikuach nefesh overrides everything? No, there are some exceptions. In matters of communal import, we say that a person must give their life rather than transgressing. So we see that pikuach nefesh doesn't apply in every single case. Imagine this, my friends, a soldier serving valiantly in the, in the army of the state of Israel, protecting our land, protecting our people, suddenly says, no, I refuse to go out to defend my brothers and sisters because of pikuach nefesh, because I would be endangering my own life. Clearly, we would say, no, my dear friends, this is a case that you must risk your life because this is not just you. This is for the entire Jewish people. And for the entire Jewish people, the individual's pikuach nefesh does not override the responsibility we have for the Jewish people. So therefore, my friends, I would suggest that pikuach nefesh is not a good category to apply to political agreements. And it is, cannot be used as a reason for breaking promises and commitments in the political arena. There may be other reasons that would allow a political party to break its commitments, but that would not be pikuach nefesh. What might such situations be? We'll have to come back to that in the next episode. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Meet Midrash! Thank you for downloading Rabbi Levi Cooper's A Shot of Torah, a podcast series from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please give us a five-star review at iTunes or wherever you download your podcast today. We appreciate your feedback and look forward to having you listen again at elmod.pardes.org.